At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. It's the morning DNA for January 17th, 2022. I'm Aaron Dyson, the man of single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to find out what this day is made of. And thank I thought you for we were joining us. Really close. I thought we were going in close. You're like, we're here to find out what today Hold on. is made of. Yeah, you have, to move, you have to move your microphone out of the way. I do, do want to eventually get a new mic mount. That will be fun for me, which is crazy to say that now at this point in my life that a mic <laughs> mount was a fun addition to my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Guys, I'm getting a new webcam. <laughs> That's true. I did. I. It was funny because I I, I posted to uh, a bunch of us that there was a deal on a webcam and everybody's like, bought one, bought one, bought one. I'm like, oh, well, I'm glad I, glad I sent that out to everybody. Um but yeah, no, it's it is funny the things we get excited about uh, as we get older. Um, as we get older, or uh-huh. just more obsessed <clears throat> with technology. <laughs> sure, sure. I, that's not for me. I've always been obsessed with technology, so it's mm-hmm. it's not. I have nece- two. I have two. Like, I always wanted to have thing. the newest computer, the newest laptop, mm-hmm. or the newest phone. Some of those things change over time, but then there's stuff that's just really practical. And for somebody who streams now uh, regularly on Mondays and Tuesdays, mm-hmm. um, and then podcasting and the other various things, this microphone setup is getting more and more frustrating because I have to have it exactly where it is because part of it is broken, so it won't actually like it won't hold its shape, mm-hmm. and it's it's just kind of been stripped. In fact, yeah, you- there's an entire like lug nut and screw that my dad drilled through it just to make <laughs> sure that it will stay up. <laughs> and I used to ha- I used to actually put it together with um rubber bands, and then all the rubber bands snapped, and I thought, you know what? Eventually, maybe if I don't put the rubber bands back on, it will incentivize me to get a new mount, but that did not happen. It's It just hangs there. Uh, was it was it this show my where my mic fell off? Where it <laughs> I fell and I had to catch it? I can't remember if it was a podcast recording or a show or you know, live show or That's whatever. Happened but... so many times. <clears throat> I mean, and... sure, yeah. Yeah. Like... But that was the final straw for me. Yeah. It was to like do some more research. See because when we when we got these microphones in, in arms, really there's only two options for shock mounts, and one of them is just this thing that covers the whole microphone, and the only way you can put it is like horizontally and, and that kind of thing. And that's kind of the standard. 
And then, uh, but then, yeah, they they got this new. I got this new one, and it's working really, really oh, well. I'm so, so jealous. I mean, it I, could I be yours for the low, low price. Yeah, the low, low price of forty nine ninety five. The low, low um, price of less than the webcam you just bought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did buy that webcam. Uh, Lolly asks if the new mount will be able to do elastic band music. No, no, that's, out, that's no, over. No, but I could go get a few elastic bands right now and make that possible. So. The morning show is still young. It is. It is. <laughs> Danae was almost as large as Aaron when we got close to them to our cameras. Because because when we got close, it, mm -hmm. it yeah. looked like I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Pro proportionally, I'm on this uh, uh, this Dungeons and Dragons campaign uh, with some few streaming friends, and somebody creates the artwork for it, and so they created the artwork for my character, who is this really tiny person. Mm -hmm. And then there's these very giant people in the campaign, and they have a little comparison chart for heights. It is amazing. We need to do that for... For us? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, people that we talk about, so you can just kind of visualize, like put little Reese's and Twix, my dogs, down at the bottom. <laughs> uh-huh. Little Iris yeah, just keeps growing and growing. Basically, the distance from Reese's and Twix to Danae is the same distance as Danae to me. Like, it's, you know, it's just like that. So, My Russians yeah. get, uh, it needs work. Much work. You Elizabeth actual says, Russian or accent? My accent. Oh, okay, uh, all right. Elizabeth says, I bought new pillows and I was beyond excited. So I guess this is adulthood. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not lying. My wife and uh -huh. I spent most of our Saturday rearranging our guest rooms now that we have two guest rooms and we, you know, one of them we're using for like a new study office for her. And so we're like rearranging stuff from downstairs to upstairs and talking about, okay, what, you know, kind of stuff do we do in the guest room downstairs? And it's like, why is this fun? I don't understand <laughs> why this is, why this feels so fun. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's a fresh start. I think rearranging furniture is super fun. I talked about it last week when you were in LA. Mm -hmm. I I rearrange furniture in an odd way, uh, I feel, where it's sort of like visually I have measured. And so then in my imagination, I've moved it around enough times that I think in my mind, I know where it's gonna go and what it's gonna look like. And so then mm -hmm. I start shifting things around and then some people measure that kind of thing. But no matter how you move your furniture around, I love it because it's like a fresh start. You get to mm -hmm. kind of just, it makes your space feel new yep. in a way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But pillow purchasing becomes important. I decide, I've tried out many, many, many pillows um, as time has gone on. And then I started going to this very like specialized chiropractor and I asked her about pillow recommendations. And she measured my shoulder and then told me which one to buy on, on this website. I, I now it's the only pillow I think I'll ever have. Um, but it was expensive. So it was like a hundred dollar pillow, which mm -hmm. is a really big investment for something that might not go well, you know, mm -hmm. but it ended up really helping me because I have a, m my body goes out of alignment so quickly now that um, I, I have an alignment pillow. It kind of keeps my nice. head sort of centralized. And this is the stuff that we talk about as we get older. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just sort yes. of like, <clears throat> as we turn our heads at night, these are the conversations we have. Like, guys, my spine, I need to make sure my spine is in alignment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, White Ox says, we recently rearranged our living room to fix sun glare on the television. And when we were done, it was I was really excited. I wanna uh, do that too. Mm -hmm. yep. We cod, we cod, why cod, whoa! I wanna do that too. Um, mm -hmm. We have- we doc. Why doc? 
Yeah, I just never say it the right way. So I might as well just go full on in. Yeah. I want to do that too. We have a glare on our TV. It's so frustrating. Um, Mm -hmm. What do we do about it though? You know, purchase an anti-glare TV for $2,000. That's the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Rather than just move your your living room area around. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Danae, have you heard of uh, Forge, Hero Forge? They are a 3D print company that will make your character for you. I have heard of them before, and I I would love to do that. I think it'd be so fun to have a little collection of the characters that I have played, uh, starting with my first one. I think I would go all the way back to the very first character I ever played and describe her and like get her all set up. Um, that would be really cool to have like a little collection. Not that I need any more collections, but since they're miniatures, I'm sure I can find room for them. (laughs) Uh, Question for you, which this could, I guess, be a you question later on. So if you want to save this one for later, Argon. Let's go ahead and do this now. And uh, yeah, and then we can kind of get into it. Uh, Argon's Avatar 1 says, did Aaron have a good time in California? Last time he was pressed for time to talk about it. I had a wonderful time uh, in California. Um, Yeah, my wife and I went out there for the Critics' Choice Awards that did not happen. Um, so, but yeah, we ended up doing a lot of fun stuff and climbing mountains and seeing cool museums and yeah, it was a blast. The weather was great. Awesome. The weather was great. Welcome to Mm -hmm. snow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Lots of that. Oh my gosh. I love your guys' comments. Uh, it's nice to hang out with you guys. Hey, Aaron, are you ready to show dope? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we're going to do the D, N, A, and U. So the D is the D question. That's Danae's that's question. The A is the A question. That's the that's Aaron question. And U is anything you want to ask us. Uh, all questions are acceptable. Um, we may not answer every question, but you're certainly free to ask any question you like. Um, and that will be at the end of the show. Um, so hold your U questions for then. Danae, what is your topic today? My topic today is yes or no. Should you have a backup plan? (laughs) (laughs) I, not everyone, not everyone is built the same. Not everyone has backup plans. Some people like myself, you know, like to just kind of like go in. There are certain situations I am super okay with just flying by the seat of my pants. And then there's other situations where I, in my brain, I need to have a backup plan. And and so I'm learning these these situations about, about myself. And um, mm-hmm. I just thought it'd be kind of a fun question to ask. Like, it's yes or no answer, but then also like, is it for everything? So I'm gonna be traveling soon and I get really anxious when I travel. And I always wonder why. And I think it's because I'm such a don't planner that when you travel, I think like you should have a backup plan. Like what if everything goes awry? Plus COVID, I haven't traveled since COVID. I have been largely, like truly here in my house for like 80% of the last two years. Mm -hmm. I've gone to Nashville, but even then it was very isolated kind of stuff. I really haven't Mm -hmm. done a ton. I did go to a concert. Um, and that's probably the most people I have seen. And it wasn't a large concert either. Cause it was on a, like a two deck old church at the, what was it called Aaron? The Ryman? Is that right? Oh yeah. The Ryman. Yeah. The Ryman. Downtown Nashville. Yeah. yeah. So, so I have been around crowds of people, you know, and I have gone to like the grocery store a few times in two years, but this is me getting on a plane, going into the city 
And I'm I'm just I think I'm a little bit pandemic nervousness jitters as part of it. And also like what happens if I get sick and then all of a sudden I can't fly or mm-hmm. I can't like I have to have backup plans. And so my brain went into overdrive a little bit where it and maybe this is why I kind of forced myself to go and fly by the seat of my pants is because then my crazy kicks in and I can't calm down. So I'm kind of trying to partner with people who are calmer than me. <laughs> like, do you have a plan? Okay, you have a plan. All right, then I don't have to have a plan because when Danae plans, Danae over plans. So mm-hmm. sure, sure. Uh, and Aaron's experienced the Danae that travels and gets stressed. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah. You, you travel is is a worry for you. Uh, what do you think my answer to this question is, Danae? What do you think my answer is? I think your answer is no. I think my you answer have is a, no. I yeah. think you have a plan. You've thought about it, and then you've taught me how to not panic during travel, specifically mm-hmm. where yeah. it's like, well, we have smartphones, we have debit cards. We don't have to have the same backup plans as our parents did, where we Mm -hmm. have to have traveler's checks and Mm -hmm. a second backup reservation for a vehicle and all the stuff that they would have to do and go to like AAA and get the travel kit printout that you flipped page to page (laughs) to show you where you were on your route and make sure Uh that you had all the stuff in the car. Like we can like literally order something from Amazon, have it delivered to a hotel the next day. So Mm -hmm. a backup plan is pretty much just we'll figure it out. Uh, So yeah, I've learned how to calm down from you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think there is a level of certainty that you have to assess in what you're doing before you answer this question. Like if you're going, for instance, I fly standby a lot because my mom worked for Delta. And so I get like, (sighs) here we go. We're going to be okay, Chad. We're going to be okay. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I'm triggering today. Uh, it's so interesting to me because you're so in the moment that it's but not inter- when it it's comes interesting. To travel. I know, I know. Travel uh, is definitely a trigger for uh, you. So, um, so anyhow, yes. With with my mom working for Delta and having benefits from Delta as her son, uh, I get you know I can fly across the country for like you know thirty bucks or whatever. Um, and but the the caveat is you fly standby. And that means anybody who's bought a ticket gets on before you. Uh, anybody who's been shifted from another plane gets on there, before you. <laughs> and you're just watching all the people load on, and you don't know if you're gonna get to fly or if you're gonna be stuck at the airport. Sorry. So I bring this up <laughs> to say the level of certainty when I travel is different than if you've bought a ticket on an airplane. Now these days. That level of certainty has decreased a little bit as well, you know, with cancellations and those kind of things. But uh, for me, I, we do talk about backup plans because the level of certainty is, is so much lower. So if I'm planning to go to, you know, uh, let's say Orlando or whatever, and there is a flight that I have to make, I know the next flights that I have to make if I don't make that one or if I need to switch to go to a different place to get there, like, you know. There is an understanding and an awareness of what the backup plans are, um, but in general, no, you're right. I I generally say Super no. Chill. Yeah, for a backup Super plan, chill. make your plans, and then if something happens, then you get to show your ability to to move in the moment, you know, and to to adjust. But yeah, there's just there's way too much worry you can borrow, and once you start borrowing worry, there's borrow no it. end to that. You yeah, can just keep borrowing it, borrowing it from. Yeah, you just keep keep getting into worry debt. So yeah, worry debt. Then you have to do the the debt payoff plan. 
mm-hmm. you know, yeah. with your worriness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Breezy asks, Danae, does this fear go back to the first time that you flew alone as a teenager and you missed your flight? Maybe, you know, mm-hmm. maybe there could be something there. I'm not going to say no, because I haven't really dug into it. That was pretty freaking scary, although it ended up being fine. Um, and no, that's the thing I- to remember. It does yeah, end up being fine. It does end yeah. up being fine. Everything is fine. I think it actually goes back further than that, Mom. Um, and I think it's your fault uh, <laughs> entirely. Let's get into this. <laughs> let's do some real. Let's do some real therapy with Mom in the room. Let's go for it. Let's do therapy with Mom in the room when she can't even like quickly defend herself. Uh-huh, She's right, just yeah. in a yeah. text chat form. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, I think um, for me, anytime it was travel or going somewhere, somewhere, there was always this pressure, and this doesn't come from you, mom. This comes from my brain and maybe just uh, evaluating my life circumstances. Like when it was to the car to go to church or when it was to the to this to go there, there was always this like sense of urgency and panic. And so that's why I like to stay in my house. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I've worked for a long time at kind of identifying like, why do I get stressed when I do certain things and travel mm-hmm. is a big, 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 big one? Because there's so many things to think about. And my brain goes into all these different possibilities. Mm-hmm. And every possibility has another branching possibility. Yep. So then I just exhaust myself. Yeah, yeah, um, you do. So learning from Aaron has been really helpful, actually. So I love what Lolly says. This is where I was going to go next as well. Lolly says, you maybe don't need a backup plan so much as reassurance that your plan is okay. Have a checklist with you, lists are soothing. So I would sum it up like this. I am I am not for having a backup plan. I'm for planning ahead. I'm for the idea that like if you're traveling or mm-hmm. something like that, you should be have those things set three months, four months out. Know what your yeah. plan is. In that way, <laughs> you understand, you know, what things are, are happening. So and this I, may be coming from a very personal place right now, as there are plans that uh that we're trying to make uh, down so, the road. So yeah. So Aaron, uh, when when our friend Ian was in town, um, we had a list of things to do, and it was great because we we're kind of like when we hit a moment, and it's like we're gonna go to lunch tomorrow. Where where do we want to go? Mm-hmm. There was a list that we had been creating for months of places that Ian wanted yeah. to try when he came to the U.S. That was great. And then we went to um, a theme park one day when there was like barely anybody there. It was awesome, mm-hmm. and. Aaron was the guy that had the list. He had been paying attention. He had been like, well, these are all the things we've said we wanted to do. So we're just sitting there like, what's next? Aaron was the one that pulled out his phone and was like, well, technically, according to the list, blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> I want to say that that might would be like, me, we have a list. But it was great. <laughs> <laughs> While he was making the list, I'm like, dude. You're bumming me out. You're making yeah, a list. Just chill. I don't, We're just, just going to go to the park. Go. Yeah. <laughs> but in the moment, he's like, well, we could go this way and that's this way. And according to the map, it's about a three minute walk. So if we get started now, da 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 da. And you know, it worked out super well. I think, I think it's also nice to look for a group of people like t- to lean on. Uh, other things lists are a really soothing thing exactly but then Mm -hmm. also friends that can help to diffuse you also mom i just want to circle back i know it's not all your fault i hope you know i was teasing (laughs) you (laughs) yeah um yeah i'm more for for planning well not necessarily making backup plans um Slab says, my backup plans have backup plans. I have two hotels booked for Nashville in April. Yeah, 
Like I'm kind of that person who wants to have a backup to a backup, but then my backup plan also has to have a backup plan as well, because then if I don't need that second room, what's that backup plan? In which mm -hmm. case, what date do I need to cancel the reservation by and all that stuff? So um, I don't I don't mind that. I don't mind over planning. I think that there's a place for all of it. <laughs> there's, well, it there's, depends on what you mean by over planning, right? Like there's mm -hmm. two kinds. There's like there's planning ahead and then there's, you know, um, planning for things that may never happen. You know, yeah. those are two different things. Like, um, what if a group of people come into the hotel, mm -hmm. you know, dressed as animals? Mm -hmm. uh, I want to be ready for that. Yes. So that's why I'm packing my penguin onesie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's over planning. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lolly also adds it depends on how far you're going and your means of travel and all. Yeah, it is. It is all about just you know knowing your circumstances. Castro mm -hmm. says my backup plan is to not to back up my plans. That's good. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Professor Lichen, you know the rule about worrying? Ask yourself, can you do something about it? If the answer is yes, then do something about it and don't worry. If the answer is no, then don't worry about it. Ooh, mm -hmm. I need to write that down. That is a hold on. Uh, hold on, let me screenshot this. <clears throat> Got it. Well, that is the uh, that's Got the it? that's a different mm -hmm. version of the Serenity mm -hmm. Prayer, right? Like the idea of help me to know the difference between the the things I control and the things I don't. Um, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing just like to look over and be like, can I do something about it? Then do it. Oh, but see, then my brain goes into, but when do I do it? Is it a now thing? Because if the travel is in X amount of months, then do I do it now? But, da -da -da. but this is where you make a list. See, this is why we talk about these things, guys. Mm -hmm. yeah. You are my therapy. Yeah. Uh, Mikey says, my knee-jerk answer is no to having a backup plan. But I remembered I work with animals and always have three to five options for every interaction I have. But isn't that survival? Considering you work with animals that could tear your face off? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, but sometimes backup plans isn't like knowing your exits. Like, you know, like the idea of like walking into a room and being aware of, you know, having that hypervigilancing thing. That's a, that's different than having a like a backup plan. That's just part of the plan is, you know, I'm aware of my environment and, and these kind of things. Um, yeah. I'm so, going to be options. okay. Thank you, Castro. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, good stuff good stuff yeah oh here's Very one nice. from jagged when i was a kid my family moved to japan for five years yeah. and i grew up going to airports multiple times a year and having your parents there to do the planning and seeing them uh, react when the plans went awry helped me when i was older and had to do it myself so when i got stranded in dc on the way home from texas to pennsylvania i was okay yeah so i'm I glad that they had the right like they had a chill approach you don't like i try not to panic until i really until there's blood if there's, and really even then, it doesn't help to panic if someone's bleeding. You have to be calm and make decisions. I really do try not to panic too much. Yeah. Um, but inside, I'm I'm ticking through all the things that, you know, I wish I knew more about. Like, where mm -hmm. is my luggage? <laughs> yeah, I, I like to play worst case scenario, uh, except I add the word reasonable in there. I think it's important, worst reasonable case scenario, um, because yeah. obviously you can always think of, think of things that, that aren't necessarily reasonable. But you know, at the end of the day, I've spent the night at an airport before. It's it's not the end of the world. You try to find no. somewhere semi comfortable to sleep, and you're but okay. Your odds but your getting sick are so high. <laughs> and that well, was before yes. COVID. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like going outside of my house. <laughs> uh, I I do think yeah this this uh you know these last few years um i think agoraphobia is going to go through the roof i think it's really going to mm -hmm. impact a lot of people um in that way so yeah 
This is what's happening with me, Lolly. When I'm calm, I'm calm. And then when I get into a worry cycle, I start to worry yeah. about everything. And I'm right, I'm like at this tipping point where I can kind of feel myself right before the the, the worry spiral. So mm -hmm. I thought I would talk about it today. And I think yeah. it's because I I want to make a whole bunch of plans, but really I shouldn't. Really, I should just do what you know you have to do, have a flight, have a place mm -hmm. to stay, and the rest will just be fine. Mm -hmm. Sure. <laughs> and sure. if it's not, I'll call someone and say, hey, come get me. And Aaron will be like, cool, where are you? And I'll be like, Philly. <laughs> and he'll be like, today my child is getting married. I cannot come get you. That's right. That's right. Uh, all right. You ready to move on? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Uh, let's see. My topic today. When's the last time you went on an adventure? Uh... <laughs> So, so I will tell you my story, but I do have this thing oh, in me no. that like, okay, I, let me, let me start here. <clears throat> I am the kind of person that forever has valued experiences <clears throat> above many, many things. Like the idea of if you can experience something that is, you know, uh, impossible to experience, um, unless you're in this one place. So like, if I go somewhere, I'm like, okay, what are the experiences here that I can have that I can't have at home? You know, whether right, it be right. a restaurant that's only here or whatever the case may be. And so sometimes to do those things become adventures, you know, moments in time where you're like, okay, we're going to do this thing because it's an experience. Let's go on this adventure. And my wife and I had that um, when we were in L.A., uh, we went to the Griffith Observatory and I knew a lot of the scenes from La La Land were shot in that area uh, up there by Griffith. And so I did some research on the place where they shot that beautiful, what a waste of a lovely, uh, lovely night scene where they're kind of on this road, you know, turn and the beautiful city is behind them at sunset or whatever. And speaking of plans, we planned to, you know, go see that uh, and to try to be there around sunset, you know, those kind of things while we were up at Griffith. So we went on this adventure because it was a two and a half mile hike through the mountains um up to there and then two and a half back so like five miles of hiking uh total and it was very very hilly especially the way there was mostly uphill um you know fairly decently and lots of turns lots of things i have lots of stories from this trip one one of the reasons i love adventures is because of the you know the stories uh that it brings um you know ideas of how nervous I get when people are walking too close to the edge of a precipice. <laughs> like I get, like I get really triggered and we're walking back down. I'm sorry. I have to go here because it is stuck in my brain. This guy is riding his bike up this path right next to the edge, riding his bicycle next to the edge. He's not even <laughs> on his feet. He's on two wheels with this much surface area touching the ground. It could tip at any moment. I have never been so triggered in my life. Like he is going to die. We're going to watch a person die. And I like I literally had to turn my head until he was was by I could not have him in my field of vision and just not feel panic. Um, which is not normal for me. Like, you know, I don't usually get that kind of triggered about stuff. But anyhow, um, 
that's the beauty of an adventure. And it really was, we made the trip. It's, you know, most of it was on a path that was, you know, people knew about, uh, but then that last part was, you know, more of kind of on our own, you know, and it's getting towards sunset and I'm reading about how, you know, you may not want to be hiking out in the hills after oh. sunset, you know, oh. we really do have mountain lions up here, like, you know, that kind of stuff. So then we were Thank like, you, you know what? We were like, you know what? Let's not be there at sunset. Let's start walking back so we can be back by sunset. Um, and so, yeah, we kind of adjusted our plans. But it was beautiful and it was wonderful. And we got to that corner and we took a picture and it was, you know, it was it was really cool. So I just it got me thinking about, like, when have you decided, like, we're going to take this adventure. I'm going to take this adventure. And how did that go uh, for you? So, yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, that's where that comes from. Oof. Uh, Professor Lycan wants to know, we're talking about emotional adventures. I think any adventure goes. Yes, absolutely. Our questions sure. are kind of meant to be conversational jump on, uh, jump off points. Um, so. I would say the intent, yes, conversational jump off points, talk about whatever you want. The intent is you set out to do this adventure. Like this is an adventure you set out for, um, you know, like I'm, I'm putting on my adventure shoes and I'm doing this thing. Man, it's been a long time for me. Uh, mm -hmm. as previously stated, I am a homebody video game playing, um, I should weigh 700 pounds person, um, <laughs> because I just don't like, you know, going out and doing things. I'm, it's not, I just didn't come from a adventuring, like upbringing. We chilled and watched TV when, you know, out to eat at restaurants and kind of, we were homebodies. So my, mm -hmm. my sense of adventure isn't something that like. It is some it's just not something that I've I've really ever had. So it's been a while. Um, but one that was probably really outside of my comfort zone, uh, that happened um in the last like I think it was probably five years ago, maybe it was right before I had Iris, I think. Um, I decided to go on a canoeing uh camping trip with Ooh. my friends and my little planning brain kicked in. Thank you, planning brain. And all I needed to know is, do you, did, am I going to be paired with someone who can keep me alive? <laughs> because I, I either need to know how to keep myself alive and prepare for this trip, or I need to know that someone else is some, like I can pay attention to what they're doing and, and survive this trip because mm -hmm. I, you know, I can push my body and we can go hiking and stuff like that. And, and yeah, my legs will be sore. I'm not too worried about just putting on good shoes and walking. I do know how to swim, but I've never canoed before, um, nor have I gone and set up a tent or anything like that in a long time. So yes, I can do it, but it'll be a very long, tedious version that might not be as efficient as someone else. But thankfully I was going with someone who goes canoeing all the time and mm -hmm. it was so much fun. It was all women. And I will never forget, I didn't realize how many women would be there, but it was like, I think it was nearly 10 women. And I will never forget the the visual. So we're kind of like putting the canoes down into the water. And here comes this woman, probably 55 years old. She had leather skin. This woman had been in the sun her entire life. And she just had like the color of leather skin. Mm -hmm. And she is hauling on her shoulder, her own canoe, like a goddess of water. And I was just like, mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> you know, like if you go into, like if you go to Africa and you're in the safari and you see an elephant in, in the wild or like a wild, you're like, oh, that's a cheetah. Whoa, you're real. Like you're taking pictures. Mm -hmm. I'm like taking mental pictures of these <laughs> goddess women uh -huh. who know how to be in the sun and not die. Listen, 
It took me 20 minutes to apply sunscreen enough to go onto the water because mm -hmm. I am so pale. I knew I was gonna be in the water all day long. I've never ever been on the water all day long without a break. So I had a big sun hat on. I made sure to like uh, wear appropriate gear where I had this skirt that was, it's like a, it's like this really flowy bohemian skirt that had, it was two ply essentially. I could like literally lift up half of it, and put it over my shoulders if I had to. So I came prepared, but it took me 20 minutes just to put on the first layer of a hundred proof sunscreen. And I know that that hundred proof sunscreen is not any better than, what is it, Aaron? Like there's actually like, you did there's, research yeah, for me a, one time. Yeah, there's a limit to there's like a limit to it. What real protection it does, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I'm over there, and they're all watching me. Like I was the one. They're like, "Wow, you are really thorough." I'm like, "I will not be burned. I can't. I cannot get a burn." And that was like, it was really, really fun, and it was totally out of my element. We like stopped, so we got in the river. We were on a river. It wasn't even a creek. We were on a river, and and I had to. Oh, oh, my favorite part of this adventure, um, well, there's two. There's actually three really fun things that happened. A quick mention is the food. Wow, could these women cook? Like they started opening up their containers and mm -hmm. it was just like, we had the most amazing meal, like campsite, cooking out, it was so delicious. Another one's about a raccoon, it's a longer story. I'll save it for later or you can ask me the you questions. But these are adventures, they have so many stories. Like I oh love my gosh. adventures, yeah. It was so fun. But the one thing that was truly terrifying, we get on the water, we're, we stop at this bank, um, well, the bank is like within the first three minutes of being on the water and someone mm -hmm. thinks to say does Danae know how to survive if she falls in the water and i'm like don't you swim and they're like oh honey the current will take you under let's talk about survival in the river and i was like we're already on the river <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that was the scariest part is knowing that i technically was in danger you know mm -hmm. sure. but but the coolest part was like turning around and my canoe partner, Christy, she's like, I got you. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. She said, you just sit there and look pretty. I got this. And she just mm -hmm. canoed the whole time. And I just was at the, like the front of this little ship, just like, I had my little paddle. Like Cleopatra. And I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was doing stuff and she's like, okay, experiment with making me turn this way. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> So it was a lot of fun. And I would definitely, rec I would do it again in a heartbeat because the women that I was with were so, knowledgeable yeah. and powerful that I didn't have to think too much. Would I take my family on this kind of, no, because none of us know how to survive that experience and I would be so <laughs> stressful. So it depends on the adventure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, some good stories coming in. Uh, Elizabeth says, I once spent uh, a day and a half in a completely new city alone. Ooh. I originally was originally supposed to go with a couple of friends, but that fell through. So I ended up going alone and having the time of my life. That's so um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that's man. Fun. I wonder how I would do. I used to wonder how I would do if I went to the movie theater by myself. And now I'm like, that's cool. It's awesome. Just Yeah. Yeah. yeah I do that all time. the time. <laughs> you uh, do. Uh, Nick says, five years ago, we decided to save money on flying and drove from Pennsylvania to Florida for our Disney World vacay. It was the girl's first time and it took about 15 hours, but it was definitely an adventure and was exciting. The drive home sucked, though. Oh, no. Uh, yes. Long drives are an adventure. Some of my favorite adventures from childhood were drive we did a west coast uh drive trip where we drove drove all the way to california from ohio Yeesh. um and like we we went up uh like north on the way there and then south on the way back so we just hit a bunch of like you know uh grand canyon painted desert uh you know mount that's cool um 
not Mount Everest. Uh, Mount the, Everest. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the place? What's the place with the presidents? Uh, the why the, can't the I think people, of the place with the presidents? Mount Rushmore. Thank you, Mount Rushmore. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did a lot of that that fun stuff. But man, yeah, I just I remember driving through Death Valley. Uh, you know, when it's 120 degrees and m- my parents are just like, um, please, please let our, our car make it through. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this one's, um, my wife and I went whitewater rafting, says Jagged, in college. They went white- whitewater rafting in college. And also those are the two times we planned an adventure. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, nope. Nope. I like slow moving water, personally. This is interesting. Lucas says my last adventure was to find amazon river dolphins awesome who are you (laughs) um but they are in distant regions close to indigenous villages Mm. about two or three hours up river yeah okay most exotic answer ever it's pretty incredible you talk talk about adventures i'm scared of amazon adventures i'm scared of there's a lot of wildlife in that river I feel like one big mosquito and I would just be sucked dry of all life and I would just shrivel up. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyler says, does buying a house that needs to be gutted and completed completely done during the pandemic count? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that I think you can view anything as an adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're setting out to do something. You know, there's going to be twists and turns. And they're going to be stories. Yeah. This is interesting. Um, uh, Tyler adds, also, my wife and I love adventure, but our son does not. That's interesting. So how yeah. do you like? How do you all decide to do things together? <laughs> mm-hmm. I do wonder about this for Iris too. Like, what kind of adventures she'll want to go on? She's really like trying new things is interesting for her. She's oftentimes like, no, I just want to chill. And because we're chill people too, I fully expect she's going to be a video game playing chill mm-hmm. child. Maybe she'll do sports because she's got a really good arm. Justin plays, you know, uh, ball with her, and she's got a really good throwing arm. So maybe she'll do like something sporty Mm -hmm. and that might be as adventurous as she gets. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, Yeah. I do need a part of me is like, try to do some adventure. So she feels what it's like to try new things and all that stuff. So, um, real says when I bought my first moped, I've never driven, I had never driven before. And the person I bought it from lived over an hour away is this is what your adventure was. Well, the adventure is driving that moped back when you've never driven a moped before. That just yeah. brought back some serious memories of the first time that I drove a stick shift. Mm-hmm. And I think it was my parents were like, let's go to Branson, which has really steep hills in back-to-back traffic. I have never been that scared in my life. No. I I was like, for sure, going to get into an accident that day. Mm-hmm. Lucas adds, uh, I live in the middle of the Amazon rainforest, by the way. <laughs> that, that Every day is up. a different adventure. Holy crap, Lucas. Yeah, living in the middle That's of the rainforest. That's pretty freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I have a lot of questions. Do you see monkeys regularly or is that just something that's just silly to assume about the amazon rainforest yeah do you have to be like a snake spider you know spotter like do you have to know the different kinds of you know wildlife that can kill you and and are safe like yeah do you have to sleep with a net over your bed guys just keep the questions coming for lucas come on let's do this (laughs) (laughs) this is our adventure today do you have to be careful about what you eat do you you can't leave food out right because you have to like uh, won't animals come and just like snag you away i just watched dora the explorer and the gold city of something something and i have a lot of questions about rainforest in general we are substituting the you questions for lou questions uh today (laughs) (laughs) 
Lolly says biggest adventure moved halfway across the world and set up a new country. Yeah, set up in a new country. That's definitely a big adventure. You know, when 100%. I first read when I first read that, I thought she said uh, moved halfway across the world and set up a new country. And I was like, "What? You started a country? That's amazing! Where how is Lolly Land? How do I join Lolly Land? <laughs> Great questions, guys. Um, yeah. you're going to the next part. Let's go into the U questions. Yeah, let's shall do we? some U questions. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, guys. So here's part of the show where you guys can ask us whatever question you want. Anything that comes to mind, any question goes. We don't have to answer it, but we will answer as many as we can before we and have while, to go to work. While we are waiting, uh, one last adventure. Argon says, me and wife planned a camping trip years ago, and I thought it'd be funny to rent Area uh, to rent area 51 on the campsite. Oh. It had one little tree with no leaves, and it was like a billion degrees. We would wake up in the morning drenched with sweat and adventure to the lake to cool off. Camping is an adventure. Camping's always an adventure, even if it's just one night. As that is for sure an adventure. And Jagged says, learning about the rainforest in third grade definitely scarred me, and Lucas is living my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. I love I love how we all live in different places uh, and in different circumstances. It's one of my favorite parts about doing a show like this with Aaron every week and connecting with you guys every week and inviting <laughs> whoever wants to come and hang out with us to come hang out with us. We all live in different areas, and we all have different experiences, and part of what um, Aaron and I have been passionate about for years is finding fun ways to have uh, meaningful conversations despite differences and different backgrounds and even having completely different opinions and and kind of mm -hmm. finding the place to have different opinions but still respect each other so we once again really really appreciate you guys as a community and for being with us every monday um I think when we started the show, we were like, let's do five days a week morning show. And we would still love to be able to figure out a way to make the time to do that. It's not impossible. Um, but we say Mondays and Sundays to join us here on Twitch, but it's been just Mondays for a mm -hmm. year now. Mm -hmm. Have we been, we've been doing this for over a year then. So, um, oh, yes. Yeah. 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 So it's been, it's been a lot of fun to, to restart a way to connect with you uh, and everyone. Um, it means yeah. a lot to us for you guys to be here every day, every Absolutely. Monday, rather. Castro asks, how many CinemaSins writers does it take to screw in a light bulb? Uh, it, takes, it takes one to screw in the light bulb and then the other five to say, wait, if you do it this way, it might be a little funnier. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, Yes, it's a collaborative works. experience with a lot of different people. Uh, someone will say, do we have a system for screwing the light bulb? And some people will say, I don't think we've ever really had a system for screwing the light bulb. We probably don't need one. And then someone says, yeah, we probably do. Uh, everyone and then, has different And then opinions. Jeremy just says, wait, that's too many light bulbs. <laughs> we, we don't need that many. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, then And then someone's like, wait, do we even have lights? <laughs> <laughs> what are we even doing here? So... It's a very fun uh, world. <laughs> Tyler asks, um, I am now 30. Congratulations. What is something mature and immature I should do before I turn 40? Hmm. Depends on your version of what is mature and immature. Yeah. I yeah. think a mature thing to do would be check your 401k. We talked about this a little while ago. It, <laughs> yeah. sounds, it sounds old and ancient, but now that you're 30, uh, if you have like an established income, try to start putting some away now so by the time you're 40 you have a little nest egg if you don't have money kind of saved up in the bank you know like try to start putting money back uh, for yourself for mm -hmm. emergencies that you can get within reach in a savings account if you don't have that and if you do have that start to put it into like your retirement that's probably one of like the more mature answers mm -hmm. yeah that's immature. what i was gonna say 
Really? Uh, yeah, understand mm. your finances is the most probably it's so the most boring, important, but it's so helpful. It's it's it, it is the most important uh, I think mature thing uh, that you can do uh, when you're young. As far as what you should do that's immature uh, before you mm. turn forty, um, public farting is always fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. I, what would your answer be? How do you even prepare for something like that? You're like, I'm gonna have some serious bean burrito today. And no, then no, no, just walk like when, it, when the mood hits. When the mood hits, you know, mm -hmm. like if, for consideration. Here's the things you need to consider if you're going to do a public fart. Here's the <sighs> things you go. need to consider. Number one, you want the biggest amount of awareness with the smallest amount of disrespect. So you maybe you're sitting on a hard surface. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's gonna be loud. You know, like that's that's good. Like I mm -hmm. want it to be loud. Okay. And mm -hmm. there aren't people like right next to you. If somebody's right next to you, um, you know, well, that's a little uh, disrespectful. Yeah. So, but if you know, <laughs> I don't know what. You, give me your answer today. I was trying no, to. Think of, it's totally no, immature. Whatever I had that I was potentially cooking up is launched into the atmosphere. We're going with public farting. This is well, the answer. Well, there you go, that's the whole point. Whatever you have cooking up, launch it into the atmosphere. That is that is exactly what I'm talking about. Well, yeah. here's here's what I feel like. So so my grandfather did this once. Now he's also like, he was my grandfather. So, you know, maybe mm -hmm. like we give we, we give some grace for those that are elder mm -hmm. uh, with the tooting in the, in the public. But we, we were in a, uh, a bookstore that was packed with people and so he let one rip on the aisle the adjacent aisle i couldn't see him but i knew it was him because he was the only one on that aisle and mm -hmm. this is just it's a it's yeah. a place where you can kind of appear to have privacy but also disrupt an entire existence of people so that could be your answer too is just find a little shop you know where you have a little bit of privacy and just let it go and, and be aware and be aware of your own body enough to know My when gosh. it's probably one you should keep to yourself because it's really offensive and it's one you, that just you don't know that you can't I mean, tell sometimes there's a difference i guess sometimes yeah. it depends on what you've eaten okay we're moving yeah. on um <laughs> we are moving on everyone please throw out some more you questions um argan says you question where do i get my own bitty bitty um Argan is talking about a character that I've been playing over on um, the uh, Infinite RP. Uh, she is a character who has uh, an invisible friend, an invisible rabbit. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I could super drop some spoilers for you on all of that if you want me to sometime. Um, but spoiler alert, I actually, um, my little, uh, guest appearance arc is, is concluded over there. So I wonder what he's going to do with that character moving forward. I have officially handed that character back to the DM to become an NPC and, mm -hmm. um, my little, my little, uh, story arc has come to, come to an end over there. I had a lot of fun doing it. It's really fun to help bring someone's character to life. And it's an it's an it's an interesting thing to be asked to do by someone who's creating a story to say, hey, I have an idea. I want you to come in and play this person or play someone. Can you help me create the character and bring them to life and then walk away? So there was this element of where I wasn't as invested as I usually get when I'm in a character because I knew that I was going to be stepping out of the character and kind of handing it back to the creator. So that was a really interesting experience as a um as a creative person who creates stories and characters all the time so nice yeah nice while we're waiting for another you question i just thought another of another story from uh the griffith hike we were we got back 
and <clears throat> we're all the way back to the Griffith Observatory, which is a very busy place. Um, it's probably the the top tourist destination in Los Angeles. Um, and so there's just, you know, hundreds of people walking by. I look over the fence and on this steep incline, probably about 20 feet down, there are three beautiful deer just like having their dinner or, you know, probably breakfast, right? They kind of get up at uh, um, dawn or do they? I don't. Anyways, they're, they're having a meal, you know, just like 20 feet from the path. And there's hundreds of people walking by who have no idea that this is going on. And I'm just sitting there watching them, taking pictures of the deer or whatever. And there's this part of me that is like, I want to tell everybody, like everybody that's walking by, I want to go, there's deer here. Like, look, there's this cool nature thing happening right here and you're totally missing it. And then there's a part of me that's like, no, you know, like just this enjoy just it for, for what it is. Yeah, just enjoy it for yourself or whatever. And it just got me thinking about like those times in life where you feel aware of something that nobody else seems like they're aware of. And you feel like you have this special moment to yourself and you wish you could invite other people to it, but it would just kind of be weird. And so you just kind of have this this moment. I don't know. It was, it was kind of it, it was kind of one of those beautiful deeper kind of things that that happen sometimes but there was one couple that noticed that i was looking and asked you know what are you uh, what are you looking at? i pointed out the deer and they were very happy and they took pictures and they stayed there for a little bit and watched and man because because uh my character's rabbit was invisible i thought you were gonna say so they look over and there were no deer <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. yes yeah dude uh, what are you talking about? Dude, um, what meds are you on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Slab says, does the rabbit look like the one behind Danae right now? Dang it, Slab. <laughs> Such a butt. No, Such that's a the, butt. Uh, that, that is a reference to the creepy rat rabbit from Donnie Darko. Uh, my imagination is just too much. Because mm -hmm. I can see it in the imagination creeping in my door right now. Let's do something else. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Hey, guys, we'll be back next Monday. Uh, while you guys are thinking about any possible last questions here, I'm going to hop over and see who is on Twitch right now. So I know where I'm going to send my beloved friends on Twitch. Um, by the way, thanks to Hashi and Taljam and Phantom and uh, Asher, Boy Soprano and Hey Chalupa, who have all followed. I appreciate you guys so much. And for the 22 of you watching right now over on my Twitch, I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me on Mondays. I will be streaming um, as either Babs or Sadie uh, tomorrow as usual. So Aaron, there's one that you can uh, go look at real quick while I find a place to send the viewers. Uh, you questions? Mm -hmm. There's one yeah. that just popped up. Uh, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, Lucas says, what are your guys' opinions on NFTs? Um, Non-fungible tokens is what Lucas is talking about. Uh, it's weird for me to think about the idea of digital uniqueness being a commodity. Um, that is That is something I'm trying to wrap my head around. Here's the thing about worth and value. It is exactly what anybody is willing to pay for it. So if somebody finds that valuable and pays $10,000 for a non-fungible token because they believe that unique picture or whatever that is now technically digitally theirs and theirs alone and they own it is worth $10,000, guess how much it's worth? $10,000. That's just how it works. So, you know, I have no judgment 
uh, on that. Uh, I just I think it's an interesting new uh, commerce, and part of it seems a little uh, sketchy to me uh, because it feels like people are taking advantage of other uh, people. But you know, listen, sell sell what you sell to who you sell it to for whatever they'll buy it for. At the end of the day, you can't can't judge it too much. Um, but yeah, those are kind of my general general thoughts on that. Uh, Jagged says, can Aaron record himself playing Gangnam Style on BeatStar to prove a robot didn't beat it for him? Oh my gosh, guys, I have seen Aaron play BeatStar, which by the way, we have a uh, a whole community of people playing a video <laughs> game together right now, uh, yeah. which is super, super fun. Um, for those of you that are on Twitch that don't haven't done the crossover to CinemaSins yet, we have a CinemaSins Discord. I think you can search for the link on Reddit and we have an open invite. Um, Here's here's the bunny trail to go to Cinema Sins Discord and then go to the Behind the Sins channel, which is a podcast that Aaron and I are on for Cinema Sins. Well, I will be returning soon. Um, and there is a thread of conversation there about this game called Beat Star. And it's a game where you are hitting your thumbs in rhythm to the music, essentially. And it's just blown up. Everyone's talking about it and sharing our, our stuff. And it's kind of fun. It's a lot of fun. But I have watched Aaron play before. It is insane to me, <laughs> the skill level. Um, but I did figure out how to record my screen and I recorded myself doing one and I actually did pretty good for the well, first time. Well, do you remember time. the first, the first one good. I showed you that I screen yeah, recorded was, was nice. Gangnam Style. Um, yeah, it was insane. Yeah. So, this shows like yeah. your little thumb, your little thumbs, but probably I can, have that. I can probably, I can probably record it if you guys want to see. It's, it's legitimately a lot. Well, right now I'm trying to do Sexy and I Know It and it is so crazy. Um, but yeah, the, some of those extreme levels... Those are the only levels I don't have uh, medallions on are the extremes. I have four extreme songs and I just, I have five stars on a couple oh of them, but no, God. Ma no medallions. Insane. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your favorite winter food? Asks Lolly. Winter comfort hmm. food. We've had a horrible weather and I'm on a bit of a soup kick right now. I love ham and beans. I found a recipe for the pressure cooker that does him, that, like a ham and beans recipe. Um, and it is so delicious. Uh, it's one of my favorites now. It didn't used to be. I don't know that I really had one until I found that recipe. And every single time it gets cold, I start to crave a good ham and beans. Uh, chili, probably. Uh, chili with some Fritos and cheese. Um, yeah, that's a big one for me during the winter. Yeah, Ian and Aaron, if you guys are going to join our list, by the way, if you go to the Discord and you find that thread on the Behind the Sins uh, channel, like it is just you you immediately friend like 10 people and it's just Aaron and Ian just battling at the top and then somebody <laughs> will like kind of sneak up a little bit and then they come and they smash them back down. It's pretty crazy. It's fun stuff. It's yeah, fun stuff. I think I have 25 stuff. friends on BeatStar now. It's so, fun. It's yeah. fun. Um, it's stressful, but it's fun. I have had to, I have had to uh, just, I'm never going to be number one ever. Mm -hmm. There's, I don't understand how I'm not already doing great, uh, which by the way, five stars on a lot of them is great, Danae. Mm -hmm. It just sure. means you're not the best out there. <laughs> Your little thumbs aren't doing the thing they're supposed to do. Um, but I it's think it's a, interesting it's, you it's think that little thumbs are, I would think my giant thumbs were would be harder to be accurate oh, with. But. It's fully an excuse, Aaron. Fully oh, an oh, excuse. Okay. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, I was trying to figure it out. Yeah. <sighs> I'm just pretending. <laughs> um, Multimaker asks, uh, what is your cereal of choice? Man, I love question. basic four. 
basic fours are my favorites. Um, interestingly enough, I am a huge cereal fan. I haven't had a bowl of cereal in six weeks um, because I've been doing this cachava thing that I do or whatever, and it's just like it, for whatever reason, just meets all those needs. But when I was eating cereal a lot, my go-to was definitely Raisin Nut Bran. Love me some Raisin Nut Bran. Uh, Ian's is Ian GW. On, uh, but there is a there's a thread on um, the behind the scenes. If you click on that channel, there's a pinned uh, thread that you can find, and it has everybody's username at the top. So you can literally just go through and add a whole bunch of people. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for joining us today. Did you have uh, yeah. a raid you wanted to? to yes. Lead? So today we're going to go watch a DJ. Uh, I really love this guy. Um, it's one of my favorites because, um, and I'm gonna go ahead and start the raid there so you guys can all pile in. I love having music on in the background. It keeps the day flowing. This is Selecta 720. I really like this guy's vibe. There's a, there's several um, DJs that I'll, I follow on Twitch that are uh, live during various parts of the day. I've even started following people that do live music, guitars and things like this. And I'm listening to those artists to continue to like just give you guys a variety of people to go and and watch um i will let you know cnot bush is live um continuing to create his incredible art today uh brush for hire is also live so is timber anew um but if you guys want to jump on the raid and say hi and listen to some good music this morning and then go say hi to other people you're welcome to and we'll see you back here tomorrow on my channel for some role play tomorrow night um but that's it for me all right. We'll see you on the next uh, Monday or someday. Thank you, guys. We love you. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can even also be a member of one. Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.